Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Face Boy. And I'm Calvin. That's not what what we should be hearing. Okay, uh, press the red button. There we go. Okay. And we're going to have a call in pretty soon. Uh, Lucas uh, had to take a mental health day. Mm. Couldn't make it. And, of course, Rachel is going to be staying with him. It is Saturday, April 15th, 2023. Once again, I will say for you, but not for me. (laughs) For me, it is Wednesday. We are pre-recording because I am going upstate for the weekend for what is supposed to be beautiful, beautiful weather. I'm sorry you're not going to be with us this time. I'm I'm actually pretty bummed out about it, but... uh... I'll be okay because I'm actually going to a uh, a wedding in uh, in Connecticut this weekend. Tell me so, about that. So uh, one of my uh, one of my uh, college friends, she's getting married. Um, I've known her since oh goodness, good eighteen years. I can't believe time has gone uh, gone that much time has gone by, and uh, it's basically going to be a, a wedding slash. Uh, mini college reunion because a whole bunch of us are going to be at this wedding and i'm uh, very much looking forward to it that's good that's good i'm glad that you like weddings i personally prefer funerals (laughs) why is that because i'm better at them like at funerals i i I can i can relate more to (laughs) sadness and grief and and i'm better at consoling people at weddings, I just kind of feel awkward. I'm not really sure what to say. Mm. I kind of try to get people to stay away from me sometimes because I don't remember them. And, you know, they're my mm. second cousin twice removed. My brother yeah. said a good way to get people to stop talking to you at weddings is to say, excuse me, and try to spit a little bit and go, does my breath smell like urine? <laughs> oh, God, that's... That's kind of perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's going to talk to you after that. Um, so last week at the end of the show, I started playing a song uh, by Wolf Larson. If I be wrong, it was a choice by uh, Lucas, which I'm, I'm going to play. I'm waiting for him to, to call in, but I might just start playing it anyway. I started to read about this artist and I only had time to play like about a minute of it. And what I've learned is that this is an artist who has been challenged with a great many physical and mental problems. Oh, really? uh, is not known to tour, is not known to perform live due to the restrictions that she has. She put out one album it uh, 10 years ago. It's had millions of views and listens. And um, and I did not do it justice by only playing a, a few seconds of it last week. So uh, while we're waiting for for Lucas to 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 join us, I'm going to play this song. It's it's a little over seven minutes, but I think worth every second. This is Wolf Larson. If I be wrong, all right.
Thank you so much for suggesting that. That was If I Be Wrong by Wolf Larson. I talked a little bit about the artist from what I had learned, but where did you learn about this artist? Lucas is on the phone. Um, I, you know, mostly, I haven't, like, actually, I didn't know you were playing him this week. I didn't really research him. That's a but I, I've been listening to his music, and it just really feels to me like a symphony, you know, and not just, like, a random song. Well, what I learned about her is that she is somebody who is uh, has a great deal of both mental and physical uh, restrictions, problems, uh, does not tour, cannot perform live, or very rarely. Oh, that's so beautiful to know. Like, and not that it's beautiful that that happens to her, but, like, beautiful to know because, like, I, like, at times, like, have to, like, I had to cancel my first gig this year um, because of my schizophrenia. It's never happened, and it's only happened once, thank God. But, you know, that's, like, a very scary thing to have to cancel your first gig and to know, like, you like you are powerless over this. And you're, the reason you're not in the studio right now? It's the reason I'm not in the studio right now is, like, I, like, am doing okay. I'm using all my coping skills. But because I physically look schizophrenic, I know the way the police in that precinct um, handled me. Mm. And um, I would, I, I'm even scared in this neighborhood to go out, but like, I'm it's sort of still live in the psych ward. If you missed us, live in the psych ward. Um, we <laughs> have actually done this show with you in the psych ward. Call again. Many, many That's times. Right. Like, I mean, we were doing it like weekly in different psych wards. Like, I was on a tour of the psych ward. <laughs> better things to do and uh, better places to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. So that's why we are like doing, you know, but, you know, I'm fine. Like, and I'm using my own mechanisms and like, I might say some things that like, I might do something really radical because I did say to Rachel like, do I, do I close? <laughs> you, know, like, you said what? And then I had to apologize. I said to poor Rachel, 
you threw away my clothes. Mm. <laughs> it's so mean. But it's something but that, that didn't actually happen. I did not know. I thought she, 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 and all of you were in on it. Like I, I said, send a message to my psychiatrist before the scene. Like I don't know if you're in on it. I don't know if anyone's in on it. Like I was, like, I don't really know what's going on. You should try calling me. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I, I, I called uh, Richard Pryor Jr. on his birthday a couple of days ago. And uh, he reminded me that uh, the time that you were supposed to be on the show with him, mm-hmm. and we did everything we could to get you on the show, and you thought that we were keeping you off the show, and you called Calvin the next day and said, I think Francis is a racist. <laughs> and me and Richard had a good laugh about that. <laughs> I was with like, yeah. I was with like some radical young. Um, we love him. You've met him now, and you love him. But I was with he didn't know you yet, and so he loves you now. But the guy who came to like our our reading, you know, the one who got your your video back, you know that guy. Say again. Remember the guy who got your video back, the black guy who was like, "I'm yes. your video." Yes, back. yes, yes. When I finally. Yeah. Finally got a copy of Lord of the Cockroaches. So he was very paranoid about like the situation, hearing it from my side. So he was like, they definitely kept you off the radio. They definitely did. And like he, so he was very paranoid, but it's because he hadn't met you yet. He loves you now that he's met you. But when he hadn't met you, he really believed that. And so like, I ran wild with this kid that I met in the segway a few hours later, who turned out to be my very good friend, but like, but like, you know, I, I ran wild with him. I went and I like I was like you know I was I went crazy after that. I went I was like called him over. I kicked Gary out. Because Gary had stole my keys. I made Gary come back bring me the keys. No shit, Gary gave me so much. I said this, but this is the reality of what happened. Um, and then he came. He like came. Um, he, we, I brought him to. I didn't want to fuck him in my apartment because like they people had been using my apartment when I was gone. Like, these people are breaking in and using it, and I was like, squat house, and it was gross. And I was like, we need to, like, wash everything before we can't see here tonight. We have to wash everything tomorrow. So I brought him to the, the this whore hotel, and I paid for it myself. And I like, he, he was like, am I your whore? And, like, and this one, like, I was real Lucas, like, always Lucas, never Lucas, you know, just Lucas all the time. And I was like, yeah, you're my whore. And I was like, that cash, and the whole thing was really funny. Because like, it's where I bet whores. <laughs> so it was like life comes full circle. We play those games. One, <laughs> one day you're the whore. One day you're buying whore. Both <laughs> 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 make you a degenerate. <laughs> no, no, it really is not. I, we are pro sex work. We are pro sex work. That was just a joke because, like, I'm so suffocating, but we are very pro sex work. So, um, Easter was on Sunday, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, what the fuck I did that tired me out so much, because, uh, you know, some folks were asking, you know, so what did you do for Easter? And I was like, uh, well, I made, uh, I made deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. No, I think what tired you out is that you have to make those days so special for your mom. Like, you work, like, I tell everyone about you, like, my, like, I, like, you were, like, the top of the town when, when I told, um the woman, like, who might do a poetry event with us, 
about like you, like, and I told her how you take care of your mom and how, like, it's it's not your mom's not the only person who like won't get paid like for family members to do it. It's like if you make it under a cert over a certain amount, like they don't they don't pay they don't pay your family. Members. I cannot get paid by the I cannot get, get paid, paid for. Yeah, there's a lot of people. It's actually mm. unfair, and like you're not the only person who's had this experience. But they were like, and he still takes care of her regardless. And I was like, he's a very good son. And, like they just like really love you. They like, can't wait to meet you. Like really love you. Like love everything about you. Like I, I was like, you know, he's, she's ninety. Like so, he's doing all the care and like, um, you know, like I remember interesting was like, yeah, I met him, but only during the day. And I was like, yeah, that was the only time he was able to get coverage. I explained and like. You know, um, she just, I just think, you know, my community, like, at Pros really supports what you're doing, because that's, like, the type of people they are. Well, that's always nice to hear, and thank you for saying so. They really, that's why why we were sent to go there, I was sent to go there to go, like, to live with, like, good people. They were like, you're not doing a good job making your own friends, like, we're going to, like, send you to your friends. And they're the best friends we've ever had, and they love you, like, without knowing you love you, and a couple of them do not. But, like, the ones who don't know you, love you. Ayana almost cracked when she heard you were 57, though. What's that? Ayana almost cracked when she heard you were 57. She was like, your boyfriend's 57? Who almost cracked? Ayana, because she's 27. She's, like, young. Like, she doesn't... She also never had a boyfriend. So she's just, like, having her own, like... She's having her own experience of, like, what what I'm saying, but... Like, I think it's, like, she's just like, wow, there's a lot older of a boyfriend for you to have. You know, I was thinking about this recently, how, uh, how, uh, I, I was just thinking, like, God, I would fucking give anything to be 20 years younger. But then, I'm also thinking, then you realize they don't 20 know years from now, I'm going to think the same fucking thing. I'm going to be like... And they don't know anything 20 years younger than you. They don't know anything. Like, I don't want to be 20 years younger because, like, fuck. Like, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. Like, being 20 years younger with the same knowledge I have now, fine. If you want to put me in a younger vessel. But I think I've taken care of my vessel, so I don't need a younger vessel. No, I wouldn't give away what I... Have I taken care of my vessel? Uh, I don't know about that. Sometimes... I, I don't like a better vessel. vessel. Yeah, I have, I have, I have. Did not take care of my vessel, Francis. I have, I have more responsibilities and less. Francis, did you say I don't take care of my vessel? No, I didn't say that. Uh, Calvin no, said was, he does not take care of his vessel. Uh, I said, I said, I wish I had a better vessel, one that didn't have oh. diabetes. <laughs> but you know, it's the same thing as like we we all like um, have our weird things like. I wish I wasn't schizophrenic, you know. Okay. I wish I didn't have to be on those meds that are going to fuck my liver, you know. Mm. But, like, it's, it's not. Like, those types of things, you know, you're pretty much genetically born with. Diabetes is mostly genetics. It's, like, almost 100% genetics. So, like, yeah, you can't really, like, curse I... your genetics. Like, at least you were born, you know. Like, well, no, I many days I say I wish I was never born, but... Lately, I, I I praise God and I say thank you for letting me live today, God. It's very cute. And you reminded me of one of the one of the first songs you ever sent me. It, it kind of became like our song for a little bit. It's only two minutes and fifteen seconds long. I'm gonna play it right now. It's called "This Old Machine." You ready? 
I don't yeah. know if you'll hear it, but I'm going to play it right now. This was my song for you. I love, this was my song for you, Francis. Oh, my God. You remembered? I do. Here it goes. Oh. Machine from Coconut Records featuring Jason Schwartzman who used to come to some of the shows that I was in because he was uh, he was in um, he was in the show that Jonathan Ames did based on Bored to Death. He was in Bored mm. to Death. And so Jonathan, Oh, you know him? Oh, I know. Yes, yes. Jason Schwartzman used to come to used to come to some of my gigs and I have met cool. him. Yeah, I really no, wanted Go you ahead. are cool, Francis. You are really cool. Like, I did. I mean, like, he's not wrong. <laughs> we, I did a lot of reverse mentoring with Francis, but like in the end, I leveled up. But I mean, with Francis, but like, I did a lot of reverse mentoring where like he was like, I don't know what's going on, and like that's what happens like in as people grow older is like reverse mentoring is needed. Well, yeah. I mean, when when you met me, I was no. At, I'm a big proponent for reverse mentoring. I think like reverse mentoring is like what is missing in most organizations. But like to, in the arts, we like allow for reverse mentoring. What do you mean by that? In the arts, people like allow most most of the time. Sometimes there's still shitty arts organizations. You know, like in these Frank Factory lock the doors on the people, so you know the arts can go wrong. But like the arts are more likely to like allow for reverse mentoring where. Like, I, you know, like, or mentor up the ladder instead of, like, the, the ladder always mentoring down to me. Like, if I'm strong enough to get a gig, then, like, maybe I'm not the one who needs to mentor right now. Maybe they need, like, my insight into how to, like, rechange their company through my eyes. So, like, they need to actually be listening more to me. Does that make sense? Like, as the younger person. 
Like you're still in charge, but I you listening more to me and like what's going on by like my like you know what I mean? Like I can like send you the like official news. I don't really the news I get is the news I get is the real news. I, I know it. I, I don't, I don't really consider myself I, I read, in am charge. I, am I the asshole? <laughs> I read I read Am I the asshole? And then I like really get to learn a lot about like um it's like it's like a um SEL moment, social, so, social, social, emotional social, learning. social, emotional learning. Am I the asshole? It really tells you a lot. When you read these comments, and somebody decides they're the asshole, or not you read these comments. I learned a lot. See, like, like, oh, New York Times, and I don't normally like the New York Times, but right now I do. They renamed the Millennials to the Spice Girl Generation, and I'm here for it. Wait, that was the New York Times that that proclaimed that because I read that recently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love them. I love um, them again. I love them again. No, it's, it's short-lived. It's short-lived. But right now, I love the New York Times. Like, because they, I was like, you renamed us. Thank you. And like people are taking it seriously because the New York Times said it. And everyone takes everything seriously. But also, if you, um, some years ago, today, the New York Times posted nudie pictures of me. Like, they cropped out my group, but... They cropped it above, but I'm clearly naked in the picture. It happens. Thank you, Nerd Time. No, that was just like one of the nicest things they ever did for me. Every anyone's ever done for me is like my mom couldn't fucking complain anymore about my best career after I got the New York Times. She didn't know what to do anymore. Was this so we was this when you were on climbing over a fence naked? No, this was way before that. This oh. was like when I was very classy, like, bless the answer, very classy. I was climbing over a fence when I was trying to get Ben out of town. And I did, in fact, get Ben out of town. I it remember. Took me a lot of shenanigans. Do you, I, I remember the first nude that uh, that I ever did. Do you remember your first nude? And, and then I'll, I'll tell you mine. The first nude I ever sent you? No, the first nude picture that was ever taken of you. Um, I think it was this picture that ended up in, like, the, like, um, got, like, um, it's blown up huge. It was all over London, all over these galleries, and, like, um, the cure has a pianist, right? Wait, is that again? Good question. The cure has a pianist, right? The cure, the cure. has a penis? Pianist. I know. I, I just love saying penis when people say penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a fucking child. <laughs> I feel like this is why I'm in. I feel like I'm in good company here. I'd be like, oh, why is this happening? <laughs> Luckily, I'm on performance anxiety pills that they only give to politicians, but because teachers are so important right now, they're giving to me too. Dead serious. They were like, we have these drugs we give to the politicians. And I was like, well, why didn't you ever tell me this about this before? And they're like, teachers were, probably because teachers were never in contact with me, like, needed so badly. But right now they're like, please don't quit. You're, you're like, educating those children. But they asked me what subjects I teach my psychiatrist, and I didn't know. I was like, um, we're working on mitosis and meiosis. So he goes, um, so biology. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
So the first nude that I remember doing was a project by my friend uh, Randall Sharp, uh, who is currently the uh, owner and director of the Axis Theater in the West Village. And um, she had this art project. This was when I was in college. I was a sophomore, so I would have been 17 years old at the time. And her concept was getting people of all different body types to pose as the Statue of David. Mm. That's beautiful. Can I say mine now for real without you making fun of me now? I wasn't making fun of you or your penis. Now I kind of have a penis on this restaurant. It's weird. But anyway, moving on. Before Wait, we what? I kind of have a penis now that I'm on testosterone. Like, my clit goes really far. You ever notice that? I'm listening. The fucking thing is, like, like, gurgling, babe. The washing machine is gurgling, and we can't hear. Yeah. You can come in. Just come out, come out here, babe. I, you cannot, you do have things to add about this. My vagina looks like a dick now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, vagina, she was the one to say it. No, you said it first. Well, I said I hope this guy doesn't mind because this guy came over to take pictures of this, like, um, he, he, it's not just for me on that. It was for him himself. So he wanted his, like, own personal porn and he just, like, wanted me as reading a book with schoolgirl skirt on, you know, um, with my, my underwear, like, kind of, like, pushed over. And he took that again and again with different underwear and different school escorts, so it's, like, pretending to be a different day. And he's just going to masturbate for days on end about me being, like... And then when he gets sick of those, he's going to call me again. But, like, I don't think it's going to be a season gig, because he took, like, two hours of shot. So, like, I, like I think he's had pictures for a while of me, specifically. But, like, like... He, he was like, do you have any other persons who are just your size? And I'm like, I don't know. Team Tiny is being windy and Team Feral, and we're not that tiny anymore. You know, I'm not that tiny anymore, but I'm just so short that I still fit into this very tiny school girl skirt. It was a very tiny school girl skirt. I could not have one. One of them I could not have been I was like, what are you taking pictures of? But, um... Raven and I used to know a lot of people who were, like, skinny-taking the heroin cheeks. You know? Because we were both heroin cheeks. Which, the problem is, when you're actually... On, I was not actually on heroin, but... I, I strongly recommend people take... Uh, even if it's just for themselves, take, take, take nudes. Take semi-nudes. Take pictures in your underwear. Take them, lots of them. Uh, because... And like, take, like, the Boston if you're on heroin. Because I recently... No, I'm trying to give an extra lesson before you... <coughs> take the Boston if you're on heroin. Take what? Suboxone? Yeah. Suboxone. That's what they give them. So they don't die. Take Suboxone. You know, and then don't get addicted to Suboxone. Because it's not that good of a drug to get addicted to anyway. They're better drug. If you want to do something, I do harm reduction... You don't have to be sober forever like A people tell you to go to go to smart recovery, do some other things. You can still smoke weed, you can still have fun, but take the box and get off the heroin guys. There's a lot of heroin in your city right now, get off the heroin. It's disgusting. This is a bad habit and I will 
I will be daddy. I am pleased to say I've never tried it. It's uh, got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's all over the place. <coughs> it's all over the place. And I will say I have tried it. And I didn't like it. And I'm so glad that but you didn't like it. I will say I liked it mixed with other drugs because I found out later that it was mixed with other drugs and it did like enhance the effects of other drugs. But I definitely brought those people. I called the cops on those people who I found out were like, uh, like dealing her. Like I don't know. I shouldn't admit that on there, but whatever. It's true. Like, I I'll call the cops on you if you fucking are saying a drug is one substance and then it's actually heroin. I'll call the cops on you, and they do trust my fucking blood. They do test me all the time, so I do know. And if you fucking put heroin in my fucking drugs, then we're supposed to be heroin. I'll fucking call the cops. They're not going to believe me because I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> we are at the halfway point already, and uh, let's do a little business with our listeners. You're the best at this. All right. We can talk about that after. We just talked about my vagina on there. She's very brave. But uh, you're listening to can Radio we, Free Brooklyn. Can we play one more song of mine. It's gonna be really good. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do our, our grown up. Let's do our station. I, let's do our station ID stuff first. All right. Let me let me call it out. Okay. All right. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely on contributions from listeners like you to keep us going. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, you can make a one-time donation or a monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn anytime you're not in front of your computer, you can check out the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app available at the Google Play Store for Android and at the Apple App Store for iOS. And finally, make sure you check out our monthly newsletter where we give you the latest in new programming, upcoming RFB events, ticket giveaways, and much, much more. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter to sign up. You do that so well. Uh, what song did you want us to play, Lucas? Okay, this song goes out to our crew, you, me, Calvin, and Rachel. Well, Calvin, you've been grown up for a while, so this is not your graduation because you already graduated, but for Rachel, Francis, and I, this is our gra- graduation song because we have just grown up. <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> so, so this right. is our graduation song, Okay. I, I admire the it's fact the that you, Grown I, Up by Danny Brown. I admire the fact that you think I'm grown up. <laughs> grown up by who? No, you are already grown up. You are already grown up. You've been grown up. I've just stayed out of trouble. That's the only difference. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're the one to call. Like, Calvin, what did I write to you in the art I said to you? I said, like, you are, like, my, the, what did I the, right ro- now? I, I have so many different the rock. You said, um, I'm the rock in your storm. Yep. Yep, exactly. That's, I, was like, I was trying to come up with every metaphor. Now, right this now. is grown up by who? <laughs> the rock in my storm. Grown up by Jenny Brown. Yeah, you're the rock in my storm. Yep. Like, and, like, believe me, I grew up, like, my parents, we had no lifeguards, and my, my mom didn't know how to swim. She was just like, save yourself, and there were rocks. 
and Little Storm, you and the ocean, you weren't supposed to be. But Roxy held on to and you stayed alive because of... I've always been a little bit mischievous. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Alright, this one's for you. Yeah. When my first meal was school lunch Now I spent a 16 straight with no punch Remember all the dinner, all we ate was Captain Crunch Now we blow big blunts on our way to brunch Went from good fella to commissary slips Now I got back up, man, every time I slept Never ever quit, I just kept on pursuing Teacher always asked me, what was I doing? Scribbled in my notebook and never did homework Low attention span, guess these Adderall work Rock Tommy Hill shirts, ones with the boat Rock poor kicks way before we even Smoke. Used to have baby lungs choking when I hit it. Nowadays, face the whole seven in a sitting. Remember back then, man, we thought we grown up. Rushing at a kid just to be grown up. Yeah. Rushing at a kid just to be grown up. Yeah. Whoever thought I'd be the greatest growing up. Yeah. Whoever, whoever thought I'd be the I can eat a pound and six, 64 quotas. Burn up fire and drown drops of water. Son, I told you I got them bangs like Goya. Gone up them heels, got me jumping off the sofa. Hotter than a hot pocket out the devil microwave. Model bitches begging just to be a nigga sex slave. Excited for a garments like a tailor made. And when these bitches see me, man, they wetter than a Everglades. Every day, same shit, me getting paid. Waking up new bitch, me getting laid. Used to take bottle back, waitress bring the bottle back. Now they see me shining and they looking like a sour patch. Niggas catch a heart attack. Newport South Pack never blow blunt raps. But these blunt raps sewn up. Whoever thought I'd be the greatest growing up? Yeah. Rushing at a kid just to be grown up. Yeah. Whoever thought I'd be the greatest growing up? Oh, I'm not gonna you. say I'm a legend. I'm not gonna say I'm a legend. 
that would make me a narcissist. And I actually don't think I'm a legend. I'm thinking, I think what Dallas says about me is like, I'm not famous. I'm infamous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want to back up a little bit. Um, so I mentioned Randall Sharp earlier, uh, who I went to college with, and her dad was uh, Peter J. Sharp, who was uh, he. Her owned dad was Peter Jason. Peter J. Sharp. He he owned the Carlisle oh. Hotel amongst a bunch of other things. He was one of the wealthiest people I've I've ever met. And the last time my mother was in the emergency room. She was in the Peter J. Sharp wing. <laughs> and I mentioned, I was like, oh shit, Peter J. Sharp, I know him. All of a sudden, treatment got so much better. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, like, is, um, is like, okay, so for, uh, David started filming me when he me um, in, the, in, the, in the ER of NYU. NYU is great to me. And like their psych ward is great. One of touch on it for you. This is in the height of the pandemic when loaner nurses from every other fucking hospital at every hospital. You can't know what happened. But like these group of nurses were like talking and this is what they're talking about putting a tube in my throat. So you're scared, like you don't want to put a tube in your throat where you're being harassed. They were like they were making fun of me for being trans for like for like ten, fifteen minutes. David films it. He films me flipping out. And um, fucking and black flag calls because he fucking like friends with black flag. <laughs> and then and then, and then I was like, my throat's closing up. They was like, do you want to talk to black flag? And it really wasn't. And then they, they got pretty upset when they like they really I think they realized like it was the situation going on. Like, but it was funny as fuck. Um, thank you, black flag, for like being with me in my hour of need. That was like, like that was one of the cool moments in my life, but I still want to talk to them. I was like, I'm not talking to them right now. My throat is closing up. It's not the time. I want to but play another so, song by. That uh, was one of my true punk moments. That was one of my true punk moments. I was a true punk in that moment, and Black Side called me because I was being so punk. I I yelled to them. I said, "You can't fuck with me. This is my school." <laughs> I was being so punk in this hospital. But, like, they love me at NYU. And then I went, and I even went back there when I needed to go to the psych ward. I, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be punk at every single hospital until the day I die because, like, they ain't going to treat you and me right as, like, two women. They're not going to treat us right. They're not treating us right as two women. And we're going to be punk as fuck until you treat me like I'm a man. Well, let's try and keep you out of the hospitals, okay? Like, uh, okay, I wish you were in the studio. Medical reason. Like, like I, when we had to go the other time, we went for a medical reason. Like I Last time was medical. I wish, Last time was medical. I wish that you were in the studio this evening, but, you know, I've been seeing that you've we're been... We're trying to keep me out of the hospital. You're, we're, you've been in the backyard. You've been painting. I've been seeing that you've been posting some stuff on Instagram. I, I see that you've been, yeah, I've been artistic and mellow and doing what you should be doing. And I want to do... Uh, and uh And I want to play this just because I didn't know that Wolf Larson also did covers. This is Billie Jean, a Michael Jackson cover. Oh. By Wolf Larson. Oh, great. And I'm very, I love that song. very interested in seeing what this sounds like. I can't like. wait to hear so, this. Here we go. I haven't heard this yet. Thank you for the gift. She was more like a beauty queen. 
Billie Jean, Billie Jean. 
But we danced on the floor in the room Wow, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson, cover by Wolf Larson. This opens up an opportunity for us to talk about what uh, Calvin was saying when an artist really makes it their own. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of artists who will like who will do like direct copies of like of uh, cover songs, but when artists like Wolf Larson take a uh, take a, a song and uh, take it to the next level with their own interpretation uh, on it, it's usually it's just absolutely amazing. And Wolf Larson knocked it out of the park on this one. Absolutely love that. Are you with us, Lucas? Hey, it's Rachel. Oh, hey. So, yeah. That uh, was, that, it was occupied for a minute, but uh, I love that song. That cover was awesome. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It made me think about... It made me think about... John Lennon has said one of his favorite Beatles songs was Help, but he had wished that it had been slowed down. Because... Uh-huh. Uh, because... And, and, and I remember... I used to do a cover of Help with my friend. I used to do a cover of Help with my friend Ivan Olds, who uh, uh, Lucas, you will remember as a nanny. Ivan Olds wrote the song Fire Truck, so you heard the song Fire Truck a billion Fire times. Truck. No, 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 no. Can I say something about Fire Truck? Yeah. Fire Truck was my favorite. Like, was a favorite song for me to teach to the like, attachment parenting kids, because for some reason, like, attachment parenting kids need, like, special sort of attention and love. And, like, I didn't have a lot of songs that, like, really get them engaged. And, like, and I was like, I need a song that's really going to get them engaged. And Fire Shot got them all so engaged. And, like, the kids, I knew before, like, we would sing every day, going everywhere, all around the village, like, like, backing crazy. Fire <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, literally, Fire Shot. Fire truck, you hear like going. I like, want to ride on a fire truck. <laughs> yeah, so so Ivan and I. Used, That's a good experience. So we we might we might close with with fire truck, but just to finish this this story, Ivan and I used to do a slowed down version of of Help, and it had so much power. And this was before I knew that that John Lennon uh, had had wanted to do it that way. So without Ivan's voice for me to hide behind, it's not going to sound as good. But it was something along the lines of, when I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed anybody's help in any way. And then when we got to the chorus, instead of going up on the please, please, it was like... And when we got to the chorus, when we got to the please, please, it was more like, won't you please... Please help me. Ooh. Sorry, I was distracted and I was talking about lesson planning, which is like Yeah, I know, I turned your mic down. I was I was talking about lesson planning, like I got really distracted. I forgot I was on the radio and I was like, wait, I have to do this thing about word sighted pages. (laughs) Here is a cover of uh, Hemophiliac of Love, which was a King Missile song. And this is the Adrian Reju version of it, which is beautiful. 
Hemophiliac of Love, written by Dog Bowl Steve Tunney. Uh, not written by my brother, who wrote most of the King Missile songs. And uh, that was a cover by Adrian Reju, Hemophiliac of Love. And we have uh, less than two minutes left to the show. And this, this flew by really quickly, but it always does, to be fair. It mm-hmm. does. And we... And we made, we made, we we made the best of it, though. I think so. Even though we were. Did you hear anything we were saying? What was that? Did you hear anything we were saying? No. Okay, good. Okay, we're back. Yep, yep. We have a hard time with that music because it's like um noisy. Ah, gotcha. We both had a hard time with that music. No worries. <laughs> well, this is our last we 45 seconds. 
What are we doing, Chitagi? Fire. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Francis. <laughs> we'll be back live next week. He's here. Fire. I want to sleep in the fire. Show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important, and you know that it is. Take care, everybody. Put on my coat. Put on my boots. I'm going to slide.